Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. All right, folks, it's time again. World Championship Radio Podcast coming to you live from Christopher Media Network. And, of course, I'm joined again by my good friends, Justin. What's going on, humanoids? And, of course, I'm joined by my good friend, Michael. Hello. And, of course, we're here to bring you, you know, that thing you enjoy as much as we do. Or, I'd say love almost. Wrestling. And the, you know what? We got some news for you today, folks. So let's uh, let's uh, start getting into it because uh, I know you want to hear it. All right, folks. Oh, we got uh, starting out with a somber note: um, the uh, unfortunate passing of uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, greatest manager of all time. <laughs> I don't know what else to say after that. It, it is no, there's there's no words for his legend. And there, there's so many other managers that acknowledge that factor, too. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, passing away at the age of 72, uh, a four-year, de- a four-decade career, really, you look at it, and uh, being with, uh, you know, being the manager of likes of Nick Brockwinkle, the Blackjacks, Big John Studd, King Kong Bundy, Ravishing Rick Rude, Kurt Henning, and the Brain Busters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, Harley Race, and of course... Andre the Giant, you know, I mean, that was WrestleMania 3, man. Right. He was right there by the side of the man. <laughs> so, I mean, he's had a storied career. Well, if you just think of WrestleMania 3, he was out there at least four times. Right. Yeah. Making that trip up and down on the cart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you love that cart. I think you know, I think there was, like, pictures of him just holding on to dear life to that center pose. But, I mean, you know, there's so many great moments. You know, he brought to us throughout his career that, I mean, irreplaceable, really. It's just sad to see, you know, I mean, he, obviously he was having a long battle with his throat cancer. And, you know, I, I heard that he had, you know, beat it, but there was other, obviously, complications. And, but, you know, we obviously want to keep the positive memories in our mind and not the sad stuff. And, from World Championship Radio, we just want to say, you know, we love you, Bobby, and rest in peace, sir. There's nothing else to say. Yeah. The human joy, the humanoids are mourning. Yes, I would definitely agree with that. That is pro- that, that's probably one of the funniest things you could call somebody. Mm-hmm. A humanoid. <laughs> I think our, our previous guest actually referred to us as humanoids. Uh, oh, he did. <laughs> he did. That was pretty awesome. But uh, it was. It was funny. We talked about Bobby on the show. Yeah. And for for some reason, at least every day, I I brought up because I was constantly talking about that episode. Great episode. Oh, great and, one. And 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 Bobby the Brain Heenan just kept coming up. You know, because uh, mm-hmm. of the whole Kobo thing. Yeah. And he kept coming up, kept coming up. Every day in conversation, he came up up until his death. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Just, it was just one of those weird things, you know? Right. It's like, wow. It's like I was never not thinking about Bobby the Brain from our last recording till till then. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Like you said, you know, just in all the people can check it out. Last show, show number 19. But, uh, yeah, we did talk about Bobby, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty sad, man. But, we, you know, they say everything about life is eventual, and we all move on, so. Well, you got to think now, now in heaven, you got Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan calling the matches. Yep. <laughs> There's plenty of them up there to call, so. <laughs> right. But, yeah, we do have the world's best, our world's greatest uh, commentator group uh, doing the stuff. Oh, up yeah, for sure. If anybody, right if, any, if anybody else has... Anything to say about that? They're smoking rocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm telling you right now, if you have an opposite opinion, that's how I feel about you. No, you're absolutely right, man. I I mean, I I couldn't agree with you more on that. But, uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say about Mr. Bobby there? Mr. Heenan? No? No? No. I just think it's hilarious that everybody just, like, 
when lately when I've been all the things that I've been seeing, they've just been talking about him as a person. How about them crazy ass outfits? Oh yeah, he had amazing outfits. Those outfits. Yeah. The, the, him and him and Jimmy Hart have the best managerial outfits ever in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I agree with you, man. I just I couldn't imagine how much his wardrobe costed costed him at the time when he was doing that. Oh yeah. I mean, tons <clears throat> of money. Probably not as much as you would think. Well, they had seamstress back then too, right? In the WWE. Oh or yeah, the they WWF? had people that made the stuff. I I I think at that, around that time, I think they were making their own costumes. But Bobby the Brain, he was a Kearney from back in the day. You can't tell me he didn't work a deal, <laughs> you know, right. show up at a shop. <laughs> like, listen, I'll wear the suit and I'll say, I'm, uh, you made it. So, <laughs> and I'm Bobby the Brain Enon wearing it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and at that particular time, he, he was around that. for such a long time, everybody knew who he was. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't when he passed, I, it wasn't a newspaper I didn't see with, you know, his news on there. No, my, I got an update up for ESPN before the WWE, before anybody, ESPN put that out. Wow. So you got that's what kind of impact he had on the world, not just wrestling. Right. Right, right. Yeah. There's yeah, there's nothing more. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. It's just and sad. Probably just my opinion, but uh or somebody else's I heard that he had to have been Hogan's biggest rival, not a wrestler him because you got to think he's the one he Always trying to kill Hulkamania and WWF. Yeah. Went over to WCW, tried doing it again, throwing yeah. all these people. Right. Yeah, he had a huge stable. Like I said, you know, some of the best wrestlers. <laughs> he just couldn't. He could just couldn't topple the Hulkamania. He should have. Ta- he should have been at the. At the uh... he, he, he was the ki- Hogan was the roadrunner. He was the coyote. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's if, a perfect analogy. If 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 his health permitted, God he. Have him at the performance center mm. teaching heels how to be heels. Oh, imagine! Oh, that. just the promos. Oh, and the pro- <laughs> you do the promos. Him and Dusty Rhodes, two of the best promos ever. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't. There's no no two that you can't beat in that situation. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's move on here, gentlemen. Uh, this was actually you uh, brought this up to me, Justin. Uh, the, I guess the owner of the footage from the original Glow series for women, the glamorous women, ladies of wrestling. Yes. I think I nailed that finally. Yes, and uh, <laughs> they want to apparently trademark the name Glow now. It's uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I believe the name is Ursula Hayden. Uh, she was a former performer for the original Glow, and uh, she's the owner, obviously, of the original footage. But now is filing for this, you know, trademark of the term. I mean, it's been already used in the Netflix series. I mean, it was. I think it's been owned by a few other companies, right? Like a cosmetic company or something like that. Uh, like just the name. I don't know. Glow. They, the yeah, word yeah, glow. Yeah. Glow. I, it's, I think that's a word you really can't. Yeah, I, I thought that too. Because like glow sticks, everything. There's so been so many different things that have been. Glow's been in the name. Yeah, and I don't even, and it's not necessarily the name within itself. Just glow. It's just the the property of. She's trying to do a Vince McMahon, pretty much, but I think she's doing it half-ass backwards. Right. I mean, in my, I'm not a lawyer or nothing, but if she's going by legal advice, I'm not too sure if this is the most sound way of going about it. Right. They got the Doctor Nick of uh, uh, lawyers. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm here to help you. Take over Glow. <laughs> but uh, no, I just uh, it's it's crazy. I don't see her getting you know through this any way, shape, or form through the legal system. Because I'm sure Netflix has covered their ass in this. With you know they oh, did that whole series about well, it. Well, not even they, they had to have covered their ass. And just like somebody just trying to change Snippa. A logo. I think that's what she's trying to do. Right. Just take it. Just like, kind of like turn the end upside down in new, mm-hmm. or backwards or something. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's just, whoa. Hello. Just blowing everybody's eardrums out with that. I apologize, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Dance, dance party in a wrestling. Need to check my levels here, but yeah, we're having a dance party with all the ladies here at Glow. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like we said, don't see it happening and. Uh, yeah, I think it'll probably be a uh, short battle for that. But uh, let's move on here. 
Uh, other news I uh, found, uh, this was actually quite interesting. Uh, Tampa, I, I don't think it was Tampa, but a, a local Florida rate, uh, TV station recently interviewed Hulk Hogan. And uh, Hogan opened up about the, you know, the whole th- situation of, uh, you know, WWE firing him after the whole Gawker tape scandal and uh, all the legal stuff. And uh, it was just kind of interesting, you know, the way he said, you know, he he didn't re- know that he was going to get fired. Uh, I find that kind of crazy. But let me play this little clip for you guys and uh, let you hear what I listen to. One of the things that did happen was that uh, the WWE broke ties with you. Did yes. you expect that was going to happen? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I, when I heard this was going to happen, I called them on a Thursday or Friday. As I hung up the phone that night, they fired me at 5 in the morning. And it really caught me off guard. I didn't expect it because the WWE knows who I am. I'm not that person. That's not who I am and not what I do. So why do you think they did it? Um, I think they did what was best for business. They were worried about losing sponsors and network support. Is that the most painful thing in terms of the fallout? It was tough. It was, it was tough. You know, it, it hit me hard. When you look at a 40-year career, just gone. Now the time has passed. Do you think they'll ever ask you to come back? Um, I'm not sure. You know, um, would you come back if they asked? Objectified Hulk Hogan airing there you twice go. Sunday. But, uh, yeah, so it's kind of crazy, you know, I mean, with that whole situation of the tape, you know, being leaked, obviously, through TMZ and, you know, the swift firing of him and pretty much, you know, just, you know, getting rid of his entire career. It's it's crazy. You know, I don't know. I I figured he would have saw it coming in that whole situation. And uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? I mean, I, <clears throat> I can't I can't see how in the world he couldn't imagine that this was. I mean, it, it, he's got to be doing this as a spin because <laughs> there's no way in God's green earth he couldn't imagine that a company like WWE. Number one. Yeah, I, I agree. They were covering their ass. Right. Anybody, any company in the world would cover their ass. They're covering their ass the way the president should have covered his ass over the whole, you know, uh, the whole racist count or not comments, but the whole, uh, 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 the neo Nazi deal, him not yeah. denouncing them, you know, <laughs> it, they did exactly what was best for business. It shouldn't be a surprise to him. What he, what came out in, the, in those tapes, that was bad. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. And I mean, you know, you think of the situation. I mean, yeah, he got taken advantage of in the whole deal. And I mean, yeah, it sucks for him. And I mean, and put his whole life out there in the you know world. And I, I kind of believed a lot of the interviews that he did while that whole scandal was going down in the court and stuff, where he, you know, he felt like he was violated of his personal privacy. Right. And, but. But with, you know, him not knowing that, you know, WWE is going to... I agree with you, man, on that topic. But it's just... It's crazy that... (laughs) With Hogan... I... Okay. I put it like this. Now, being a black man... Now, I grew up a wrestling fan. And Hogan was one of those constant good guys, you know. Everything's fair and all that. Now, I've given him pretty much the Chris Benoit treatment. It's like, okay, he did something really, really bad. Yeah. I can look back at his other stuff and go, damn, that was part of my childhood, and damn, that was a good match. But in the back of my head, I'm going, I know what you said. Right. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it, it's something you can't erase. It, it, it's out there. Yeah. You know, just like I seen his donger. I can't erase that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did see the video. Oh, I saw okay. the whole video. I haven't I, I haven't seen it. I kind of made myself not see it. I'm sure uh Mike, did you see the video at all? <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> I, I really didn't want to go and search it to look at Hulk Hogan's penile. I agree with that. Yeah. You know. But hey, to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> we just got a creeper over sitting over here. Hey, you know, to each their own, Mike. You know, you everyone can have their own fix in life. And <laughs> hey, I'm going to be equal opportunity. I'm going to sit there and go, "Oh my God, they violated his privacy," but I'm going to watch. 
Just like any other leak, you know, any right. other nude leak, and be like, oh my God, this is terrible. You shouldn't have done this. Well, <laughs> let me see first, then block all this. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it was pretty crazy. I mean, you could find it practically anywhere. Like I said, I did not see it, and I'm glad I didn't see it. But like this, Pretty much it was like, in my opinion, this is what steroids could do to you. Oh, you did see it. No, that's, <laughs> that's oh. pretty much what they. What he was. Oh, you were saying that, is that what you're getting is, at? Is, you, is that what you were trying to find out? You say Hogan doesn't have the python? No, I just, I, <laughs> I just wanted to. Is it twelve I, inches? No, it was, it was one of those like, hey, I gotta actually see if this is real because I mean, I, I was a fan of um of uh, Bubba the Love Sponge at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to his uh, radio show and. The report that him and Hogan had with each other, you could see it happening. If if you had never heard the show, like Bubba was, you know, his whole shtick was, you know, he was a swinger and all that. Mm-hmm. And Hogan's whole deal was, hey, hook me up with your wife or hook me up with, with somebody else because I'm trying to get away from my wife. Yeah, I've seen pictures of the wife. She's pretty attractive. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. Like I said, you, 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 you couldn't... It, ah. Just ah. <laughs> it was too much for you, so you had to watch it. No. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, it just, I just... <laughs> but no, it, it's 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 crazy, and you know, I I, I let, I'm gonna try and search out this, um, you know, when they put it on. It's supposedly, or actually, you know what? No, it actually is going to come out the 24th. So in four days here from uh, the recording. Uh, they're gonna have it on uh, for the news down at Fox News. Actually, they're not on a local station. I'm sorry, on Fox News. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm just getting my information right now. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it'll be an interesting uh, little piece of information I'd like to catch. But uh, hey, let's move on here and uh, move on to the meet uh, this weekend coming up. No <laughs> mercy, boys. This is uh, our pay per view. Uh, the Raw pay-per-view. This is not a cross-branded pay-per-view. And uh, this is the 13th installment of No Mercy. And i uh, got to say, the big match of uh, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, that's going to be a real barn burner of a match. And, I mean, people have been waiting for that. But, uh, you know what, let's, uh, let's cut I down the line here and uh, go over uh, what's going to be going on in the card. Uh, first off, uh, we've got Neville versus Enzo Amore for the Cruiserweight Championship. I can't believe I'm going to say this. What are you going to say? Hope Neville wins. Really? Yeah. Hope Neville wins. Why? That's what I want to hear. Wow. The, the, wow. That You just blew my mind, dude. That, that, you just blew my mind. The king of the Cruiserweights. Yeah. <laughs> I like his laugh, though. I have definitely got along with his laugh now. <laughs> he just sounds like a fucking crazy man, and that just that appeals to me. But uh, Neville, really? Okay. What do you say, Justin? What are you? Uh, you feeling the same? Oh God, yeah. You think? You hey. think the king? Hey, okay, so I want Neville to win. I don't know if they're going to work a long program with, with Enzo. I think if they try to do a long program with him and Neville, yeah. they're just going to expose him. Oh, for sure. So if they're going to drop the belt to him, they're going to drop the belt to him at no mercy. Right. It's going to be that match. They yeah. have to. <laughs> it, I mean, that would be the best situation for it at the time. But I agree with you, man. Enzo Amore is not a cruiserweight championship material. No. So... I just kind of in the situation of this whole you thing. I hope it's a, a manager. Yes, I agree with that. Be a manager. He should just, you know, after this, maybe he should get his ass beat in this match by Neville and just be like, you know, hey, maybe I should go talk to Cass and, you know, kind of do like a, a man, become a manager and turn heel. Imagine Enzo is a heel. That'd be worth it. He's I actually think that would be better. <laughs> He's already a heel. <laughs> He's becoming a heel. He's still pandering to the face, the, <laughs> right. the face side of him that he has to do because he's being told by corporate, I'm sure. <laughs> Even though he's getting booed, he knows he's getting booed when he's cutting his promo, you know, the one that his signature promo. Yep. I mean, I heard that the other day, and I was like, wow, he's just not getting it anymore like he used to. Like NXT days, I mean, they were saying it word for word with him. 
<laughs> and that crowd was live. I mean, that was a really great crowd. But yeah, now he's just a joke, really. God, him sparring with when he sparred off with uh, with the Miz. That was awesome. And Miz said the damn truth. <laughs> you know, you know, you're in trouble when the Miz just cuts you down. <laughs> yeah. And he's good at it. The Miz is good at cutting people down. There you and go. I, I'll give Enzo credit for having a comeback, for having a fiery baby face comeback yeah, for it. But it was a weak comeback. <laughs> it's because it's the same fiery comeback he does every single time. He's the same old song and dance. Yeah, that's the best way to say it. Same old chicken dance. Mm-hmm. Same old <laughs> chicken dance, which we didn't know that Mike could do. I didn't. I couldn't believe it. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm glad that you know I, I get to see it in person. But uh, yeah, <laughs> let's go on to the next match here. Uh, we've got Mr. Finn Bala versus Bray Wyatt. This is a rematch, right? Yes. A rematch from uh, the last pay per view there and. Uh, well, what do you boys thinking? Uh, I obviously my pick is Mr. Balor. I could care less for Bray Wyatt, but well, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's the squash in a pay per view. Really, you think they're going to squash him again? Yeah. And, uh, okay. Is it any particular reason you're saying that? Or? No, because he does not win at pay per views. Right. There's been a long history. Oh well, yeah, you got elimination chamber, but he really didn't do anything. He pretty much picked up the scraps. I guess and that's a good strategy, but mm-hmm. and then he immediately lost it, and then back to losing. Right. Yeah, they really haven't put him over. They just build him up to make him look like shit at a pay per view. Mister Promo. Mm-hmm. And his promos don't make any sense at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is that is the correct statement, sir. His promos are pretty. Un- I don't know. I, I can't relate to any of his shit. What do you say, Justin? What do you feel about this one? I, I mean, I gotta agree with Mikey. I mean, Bray Wyatt. When, when's the last time Bray Wyatt's won in a pay per view? I mean, it, it's, I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah, since he won the title. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then he lost the title <laughs> promptly after. Yeah, it didn't last very long. It. It just. I, I would I'd like to hold judgment until uh, the entrance. I say if uh, we don't have the demon, mm-hmm. if we just have uh, just plain old Finn. Yeah, if Finn comes out. You Ballard know, Club Finn. You know, p- pacey uh, leather coat, mm-hmm. white leather coat, white leather coat, <laughs> super white leather coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, popping the collar, but I, I mean it. <laughs> if he comes out just like that. Hey. Hey. Oh, yeah, it's going to stop the man from talking shit. <laughs> if he comes out I just say, don't make fun of the Irish. <laughs> don't make fun we of are white. He is a white. He yes, is white. he is. <laughs> you see what's in front of you. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's kind of like a battle between him and Seamus. Yeah, they are pretty. Both of them no, are pretty. Tra- Seamus is tr- transparent. Yeah, you can see like his heartbeat. He's not his white. Like he's transparent. <laughs> But, but back to the story. <laughs> yeah. if, if if we have just regular Finn Balor, I think that there might be a little bit of a change up, which I think would mean that they're going to keep this going for some reason. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's been done for a while now. And, uh, yeah, I just I, I think they need to end it, let Finn win, you know, get it on, get it over with. I would like to see Finn Balor going after the Intercontinental Championship next. Ooh, I they think need that, to yeah, they need to put him in the running for some sort of belt. I think him and the Miz would be a great match. I know you're not a big fan of the Miz, the but the Miz can work. Yes, I just don't don't like his face. Right, and he's that heel that can get under your skin, and you got Finn Balor, the you know supposedly a baby face, but the in between, yeah. I would have to yeah. say. I, I agree with that one, man. <laughs> it's like with Finn. I don't know if, if it's just me, but when he can't keep up verbally, that's when they're just like, okay, just kick him in the face. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you on that one for sure. <laughs> he just cuts the promo and they go straight to physical. <laughs> yeah, or they go to commercial here. real quick. <laughs> You're biffing it. You're biffing it. Kick him. Yeah, just kick him. <laughs> But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Bray Wyatt wins this one, and uh, let's let's move on to the next one here. Uh, 
Another match on the card here. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Oh. A lot of talk. A lot of talk with this one. And obviously, Roman Reigns sounds like a dumbass every time he cuts a promo. In my opinion, <laughs> I think Roman Reigns sounds like a dumbass. But, but he has been talking a lot of shit. <laughs> and he even drops a name, Mr. Uh, what was it? Alex Riley. Alex Riley. I was like, wow, you're going to bring up a guy that is no longer with the company. He's Kevin Kiley Jr. now. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting because you even sent me that little tidbit of that he, uh, uh, he Alex Riley responded. Right. He's like, now you see the letter C. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe Roman Reigns did have a little bit of truth to that. But uh, like we said, they've been jockeying back and forth now for a while. And, uh I would go to say that this is obviously a Roman Reigns going over match. It's oh, not God. a major pay per view. I know. I'm sorry, Mike. I I don't see I don't see I, Big Match John winning this one. I I don't want to hear. I be I retired the Undertaker and beat John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't want to see either. him with his. Tail between his legs, thumb in his ass, walking away, not coming out the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think either any of us here in this room want to see Roman Reigns win this match. But I think it's eventual. I think the time is now, and John's <laughs> time is up. We'll see. To say it that way, it, it is because I mean, right now, John is he, he's putting over all the young guys, right? He's putting over the new generation, but at the same time, oh my god, this would be such a good time to turn uh, to turn Roman heel, yeah, and make this not just a one time deal. I mean, if you really do this right, you can make this go further if it's done right but oh yeah if you do the Cena the, the Cena and Reigns can go on forever yeah you could do Cena Reigns 2 Cena Reigns 3 this the, yeah. this could turn into another John Cena like with the, with him with Edge or even Triple H mm-hmm. Randy Orton it's those all were rivalries until well Edge's was until he retired mm-hmm. right Cena is Cena's Batista. Come on, he had a long running thing with Batista, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, if I have to go smart, Mark though, uh, Cena's going to um, he's he's going to be Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. John Cena will be Bumblebee. He's bulking up for it. Yeah. I I, I don't think business wise, I don't think that they're gonna let Cena beat Roman. And then go away for this movie because you take the piss out of Roman, right? Because he, ha- he he can't get his he can't get his heat back because Cena's gone. Shit, so- Roman hasn't had his heat since he lost- he had his chance at uh, WrestleMania and Seth Rollins stole that title from him. <laughs> that was when I saw the heat go out of Roman Reigns. He was fighting Brock Lesnar, was on top of his game, and the next thing you know, Seth Rollins' music hits, and it's the era of Seth for you know a- yeah. about a year, and he just faded away. I, I think they're going to do another uh, another endorsement. I think that uh, Roman's going to go over. Cena's going to be the sport. He's going to hold his hand up, you know, do the whole pose, pointing at him. He beat me. He's the better man, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The same as when The Rock rolled in and raised his hand and everyone took a shit on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he did the whole point thing to him and raised his hand. Yep. You know what? I, I could see that happening. But also, too, in this whole situation, they've been dropping the name of The Rock a lot in these promos. you think we could have a possible Rock uh, sighting? Or is he just too big Hollywood now? No, he's not too big. No, you don't think he can show up and I don't want to see it. Help out a fellow Samoan. Now you know you know my thought on that. If any Samoan's gonna help him out, it needs to be the Usos. Right. Those it, are his boys. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be the Usos. I don't want to see any of that. I know, man. I'm sorry. But you know, this is they're forcing it down our throats. As far as Samoans are concerned, the nineties and then after that. 
You can have them. <laughs> no, I agree with you, brother. I agree with you. Brother, I agree with you, brother. Up until the 90s. But uh, let's move on to uh, another match. Uh, this one will actually, I think, will be interesting. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus Sheamus and Cesaro for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I think I could see them retaining this. I don't see Dean and Seth losing steam until like at least WrestleMania. Yeah, I really hope that they keep them on them because I don't need to sit through some more Sheamus and Cesaro promos. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Are you that tired of them? I'm so si- I'm so sick of Sheamus. Oh yeah, dude. I th- I think I've been sick of Sheamus since he beat Triple H for the you know World Heavyweight Championship. And beat him with. <laughs> Beat him with a lead pipe? Yeah. Yeah, beat him with a lead pipe. But, yeah, I, I think the group of, you know, Dean and Seth right now, that's just, that's clicking. Well, it's red hot. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's time to burn it down for the boys, and uh, I think they'll go in there swinging because, like, you know, like Mike, Mike said, I don't want to see Sheamus and all Cesaro keep doing these stupid promos. They're great wrestlers. Don't well, get me need, wrong. They, they, they need to put Cesaro by himself again. You know what I think they would like? A, a feud between Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah, do that again because that's how the team started. Right. I don't know. I, I, you know what? I disagree because as good as Cesaro is, McMahon did have a point when he did uh, Stone Cold's uh, podcast and he got a lot of heat for it where he said the fans – just don't seem to be connecting with Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Granted, the mainstream fans probably weren't connecting with him. You know, us as, you know, the Uber fans, right. you know, we were waiting for him. Right, we've been waiting a long time for him to come around. But he, teaming him up with, with Sheamus, this is the first time he's clicked with everybody. Right. I think this is the, it, it didn't work when they teamed him up with um, – with swagger, you know. It, right, that didn't work at all. <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah. the whole, um, oh, God, what was the... Uh, the one with Tyson Kidd worked. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, that was I, a tag I, team. That that's was. one I wanted to be. Just, yeah. Uh, the two of them together were amazing. They clicked very well. I mean, both different styles, different, very different wrestling styles. But their camaraderie, and I think they worked well, well they together. Put every, their, their style together was great. Just, that move where Cesaro would swing it. And Tyson would do the drop kick from the top rope. Yeah, I, that was brilliant. Yeah, that was probably one of the best tag team. Was it like their finisher? You would say? Yeah, it was definitely a pinning situation. Right. Okay. But one of the best tag team finishers. Well, okay. So he, I got a question for mm-hmm. you guys. Now, considering both teams are hodgepodge teams put together, mm-hmm. both teams you can separate and they can have. You know, singles careers. Granted, their their singles careers were getting a little mediocre. Yeah. Put them together. They're both strong tag teams. Who needs the belts more? In order to survive as a tag team, which team needs the belts more? I'd say Dean and Seth in that situation because they've been volatile ever since they got together, and winning the tag teams were the unifying part. It wasn't like with Cesaro and Sheamus where they've had numerous matches fighting one another before, and now they're just together because they know that they're both hard-nosed guys that love the brawl. Right. <laughs> with the, I mean, the dynamic that you get with Seth and Dean, you're getting different styles of contrast of wrestling again, but they have a common goal. They've been right. a team before. Right. I mean, they're solid, but they're volatile right now. And I think with the belts being there, that's what's holding the group together. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I'd have to agree with you. Like you said, it, those are the two. It, I think they need the belts to legitimize them. Mm-hmm. To, 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 just to legitimize them as a team. Cesaro and Sheamus, they've already legitimized themselves. Hell, after their matches with the Hardys, mm-hmm. they legitimize themselves as a team to me. Yeah, definitely. So... I'd have to agree that that Dean and uh, Seth they need the titles more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see it this Sunday. Uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose pulling it off and uh, beating those guys and hopefully breaking them up because, like we said, promo suck. It's time to move on. I think they've been beating a dead horse for quite some time, <laughs> and that boat has left. All right, moving on to the next match. Uh, 
This one I know Mike has been waiting for. The Miz versus Jason Jordan for the Intercontinental oh, Championship. <laughs> By that reaction, I knew this was the one. Uh, well, it's being handed to him. Even though, you know, he's fighting it and saying that he's earned this spot. It was all handed to him, Jason Jordan. <laughs> and, you know, obviously the Miz is getting into this shit. And it's frustrating him. But I don't see... I don't see Jason Jordan winning this belt just because of the pure fact that it'll he's be the young. next time they're gonna they're, they're they're gonna fight twice. He's gonna lose the first time. They're gonna give him another chance, and then he's gonna win it. Yeah, there's gonna be some kind of interference in the first one. Yeah, I would say <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I think there'll be definitely some interference with the Miz being around, and so, but. You know, these two guys, it, they can put on a great match. It could be worthwhile watching, or it could be complete shit and be a three-minute match on a, pre, on a pre-show again. Uh, Honestly, a, I think that's where that this, this, this deserves to be. On the pre-show. <laughs> really? See, I'm tired of seeing the Intercontinental title on a pre-show. I don't think any title belt should be on a pre-show. I, don't, I normally agree with you, but... I know, you don't like The Miz and... <laughs> You could care less for Jason Jordan. Yeah, sure. it's, I, I, I tend to agree with you. No, no title should change hands on damn pre-show. Right, it's annoying <laughs> because you think pre-show. Okay, I got some time. I can get ready, get my shit together. You know, you got to get your favorite soda and your favorite food. Right, you know, right. Get ready to go. It, it, it is. It, it, it like you said, it's supposed to be the warm up. You're, you're you're warming us up to get into it. Mm-hmm. Now, if the first show, the first match on the card yeah. is, you know, it is a title match, okay, but not the pre-show. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's freaking crazy, and I I've never understood that. I think they've even had a world championship, right, as a, on the pre-show. I, don't think so. I thought they did. I thought they had the world heavyweight championship with AJ Styles on the pre-show. Am I mistaken? I might be. Or it was really early, like in the paper. I'm sure there was an early match, but I don't think... They've had those matches early, like at the Royal Rumble and stuff like that. Right. But they've, I don't think they've ever had something like a World Heavyweight or a WWE Championship in the pre-show. Hmm. Well, either way, I, just, I don't want to see an, a championship belt change hands at a pre-show. Let's move on. All right, the... Uh, <laughs> We got the fatal four-way: Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Whoa, this is it's a five-way. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, yeah, fifth. fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Fifth. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks versus Bailey versus Nia Jax versus Emma. This is a variable hot podge of wrestling goodness. Hodgepodge. Yes, Woo, thank baby. You. So, you know, this could be anybody's. I mean, obviously, they've been big on Alexa Bliss for a long time. They've, she's the first girl to ever, or woman. Sorry, wow. I'm going to get kicked in the nuts somehow. Diva. Uh, diva. Well, they don't even like Diva. Woman's, you know, a woman that has won the both women's championships <laughs> from both Raw and SmackDown. So, I mean... I don't know. What do you guys feel about this? What, how do you really feel about this? I'm honestly half? sick of her. Of who? Uh, Bliss. Yeah, Alexa. Little Bliss. Miss Bliss. And if they d- be be the woman, do the right thing. Just put it on Nia Jax because you can't keep on squashing the biggest the biggest uh, uh, competitor every time. Right. It's kind of like along the same lines of the next match we'll be talking about. You know, the bigger woman should be winning this match. <laughs> yeah, uh, God, we've said that how long? You know, <laughs> why aren't the monsters in the women division getting over like monsters? Right. Uh, yeah, Awesome Kong was the last one. Oh, and yeah, she didn't right. even get the belt. <laughs> that sucks. But they have how her, did like, she not that? get the belt? Yeah. What, she had to break down in the ring? Mm-hmm. Or she just started crying when all the, all the divas surrounded her? Oh yeah, that's right, and just and that was it. <laughs> that's some bullshit, man. Wow, I don't know, I totally forgot about that. But I mean, I don't see any of the other girls winning. They're all really, I mean, they're Emma, no, definitely not Bailey, no, just because. I mean, unless it was like some miracle, you know, 
she pulls off like some sort of like diving headbutt on Naya from the top <laughs> rope. You know, something crazy. But yeah, I see Nia Jax taking this out. And I'm hoping because they need to stop it. Yeah, I think it's time to live up to reality at least once. I, you know what? Just to throw a monkey wrench in there, I wouldn't mind seeing Emma walk away with it. That would be a shock. That that you know what? That that's would be the crazy. dark horse. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good that's, dark horse. That, that's that's the dark horse of my dark horse for the whole pay per view. Nice, I like <laughs> that. That's your hot take, Mike's dark horse, Emma. And she is pretty cute, though. I mean, attractive. <laughs> I'm talking myself into a hole. All right. But uh, let's uh, move on here to the beef. This is Sex the main match. Beef. The beef. Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. I'm not finished with you for the Universal Championship. This is this is the match. This Should is, be Braun Strowman. Mike is calling Braun Strowman. Uh, Justin, what are you feeling? I'm feeling Braun. Well, I mean, Brawny? I'm, I'm not feeling him. But feeling Brawny? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think Braun Strowman is going to go over. You think it's time? I hope it's, so. Yeah, it's time. I mean, he's getting the pop from the crowd every the, week. The crowd loves him. Yeah. And I think they're seriously just tired of uh, Mr. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and, Mr. Part-Timer. Yeah. Oh. I, I, the, what I've been saying for like the last three months, it's, it's unnecessary for him to be the champion. If you want to watch wrestling, you want to see the champion. Definitely, man. I just, you don't want to see... It, I like to see the belt. That's what I am. I'm a fan of, you know, the whole company. I like to see the belt every week. Every belt. Not like, just one and like even the if, other. And even the, if yeah. it's just in a promo, that's, I'm fine with that. Just be there. Right. And at least wrestle on Raw. I mean, when it, Braun, when uh, Brock Lesnar did it, it was just staged. You know? Well, yeah, everything was staged. Right. Well, it's all staged, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tell you what. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I get I got your next few prediction right here. Yeah. I say that uh Strowman's gonna get the title. Mm. After Strowman gets the title, it's gonna be him and Roman. Because Roman's gonna go over a Cena. Uh, and he's gonna be like, I'm not done with you yet. Uh, Believe uh, that. <laughs> You're in my yard no. with my title. <laughs> no Remember I, I retired the Undertaker. Beat John Cena. I'm going to Superman punch my fist through your face. I feel like Marty McFly right now. This can't be happening. This isn't real. No. Oh, my God. That would be horrible. This would be my worst nightmare of putting a freaking universal championship on Roman Reigns. God damn it, Braun Strowman. You need to be the fucking man that you are. And just fucking own that belt for life, son, until you die. Be a man. Yeah. Do the right thing. I mean, shit. I know you can run. We watched you run over Enzo Mori. That was cool, but obviously he's a smaller dude than you. But come on, man. Get your shit together. Yeah, they can't build him up with him power slamming him and all that other stuff and not. Right. I, I want a sound drop. If my prediction comes true, I want a sound drop. Okay. I want, I want you to pull... Uh, Luke Skywalker, after he was told yeah. that Darth Vader's his father. No! <laughs> okay. No! This it can't is not true! Yeah. It's not true! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to look that up and see if I can find that. Oh, it's not possible! <laughs> it can't be true! <laughs> Here we go. Yes, god dang it. I love YouTube. YouTube's awesome. This is what you want. Me. That's impossible. Your feelings. That's Roman Reigns. I right said, <laughs> talking to me. No! No! <laughs> no, Roman, I will not join the Empire. Set your feelings aside. I you was, know this is true. I retired the, the, the Roman Empire. No! Oh God! <laughs> yes, you're right. Oh my God, Mike! You're, Mike, you get the you get it. You get the award tonight, man. That was a good catch. I even said it and didn't pick it up. Wow. <laughs> damn. Yeah. God damn it. I don't. God. Roman Reigns, you better not have the goddamn Universal Championship after this. 
<laughs> I know Braun's going to win. I hope Braun wins. And I hope Brock Lesnar goes away to Minnesota and has sex with his beautiful wife. <laughs> and creates more Braun or uh, Brock Lesnar's. Braun Strowman. Bra- Bra- Braun Lesnar's. Braun Lesnar. That'll be his new son's name. Braun. Brock and Braun. Double B. All right, I've talked myself into a crazy stupor. I'm done with everything I've got to say. Justin, what do you got for me today, sir? Anything? Oh, I'm still just I'm killing you, aren't I? The whole empire, the Roman Empire. <laughs> no. no. It's not true. It's not. I'll be That's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. No, it's true. I retired the Undertaker. <laughs> no! I will never believe. <laughs> he may have left his coat and jacket, but he'll be back. He'll be back. Money's a dead man. He is the dead man. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> okay. You want anything music wise, sir? You want to hear any tunes for your little segment? I'll let you pick. Yes, I do. I want a little uh, Vaude Villains. Vaude Villains. I actually really thought about that, too. I like that. Mike hates the song. <laughs> so, you I know, can always be, do this. Yep. <laughs> oh, this is going to be really loud. All right, go ahead, sir. You are on. Sweet. Okay. So, I decided to switch up the segment just a tad bit. I mean, normally we do uh, this week in wrestling history. But I decided to start maybe doing little installments of just wrestling history. Mm-hmm. We tell a little bit of little bit little, little snippets of wrestling history, and the reason I picked the Vaude Villains, yes, is because we're starting off at the beginning. We're starting off in the 1860s, roughly around I'd say 1866, right after the Civil War. Now, <laughs> <laughs> on the timing there. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Like Civil War, yeah, Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> During this time, if you were, let's say, if you were a Greco-Roman wrestler, you had two choices. Now, either you can try to become a professional, you know, hit the road, maybe challenge the champion. Mm -hmm. Because at the time, Greco-Roman wrestling was actually kind of popular at the time. Or you could jump on the, uh, the carnival there and you'd get put on the show. Ultimately, the showmanship in pro wrestling as we know it today was built on the backs of the carnival. I didn't know that. Yeah. You would have <clears throat> the car. I mean, if you think about it, the carnival, they go from town to town, you know, in their territory, pretty much. They go to the town, and they would set up like a little, um, I want to say, round robin or pyramid structure of each uh, wrestler. Okay. Now, you were placed on there mainly due to how much you can draw. If you can actually draw a crowd, draw some money, you were top of the card. You know, you weren't necessarily a champion, you know, because it was just a competition, just a show that they were putting on. You know? And also, too, you got to think at this time, wrestling was regarded as 100% legit. You know, no kabuki, no funny stuff. It's 100% legit. So, in the hierarchy, in the wrestlers, you know, you would have your performers, and you would have your hookers. Now, now when we say hookers, we mean the style that you're doing. When you would move away from Greco-Roman, like the difference between... MMA and just wrestling today. You know, in, in Gre- the difference between MMA and Greco-Roman is the hookers, they learned Greco-Roman, but they also learned different moves. Something that they could do to get their opponent hook them so they could get the win. This was mostly frowned upon, obviously, in you know the rule-based world of Greco-Roman wrestling. But in the carnivals, it was perfectly legal. Oh, okay. So, now, down from them, or actually I'd say up from them, you would have the elite. You'd have your shooters. Your shooters were the guys that, they were the tough guys. They were the toughest of the tough guys. They were the guys that could take down anybody on your roster. So they would set the shooters up to not only get people to come in, 
but also to legitimize how tough their guys are. They'd go in and they would pick out the toughest guy in the crowd and like, hey, think you're tough? I'm pretty much like, hey, Mikey, you think you're tough? No. Um, I think I'm tough. Mikey's yeah. a bad, bad, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to say yes. Yeah, you, asked, you, you asked the littlest guy in the yeah, room. Yeah, you should ask me. <laughs> but, Rob, you think you're tough? Yeah, I think I'm tough. Well, then, why don't you get in the ring with our champion? Oh, okay. So you'd get in the ring with him, and the guy would ultimately beat the piss out of him. Damn. <laughs> Just in case, though. I would pee right away. <laughs> you asked me yes. But, you know, it, and considering these are legit matches, you know, it, you can't always guarantee that the uh, wrestler is going to win, but the wrestler always has to win. Mm-hmm. So you have to guarantee that the wrestler is going to win. One of the ways they would do this is they would rig the ring. Like, let's say one board would be a little bit uh, a little bit hinky, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, kind of like trick them, like yeah. tricks of the trade. It, it would be a way... It's Carney style. Yeah, what one of the, what the trick was, the board could slide, like it would be a solid piece, but you can slide it out a little bit. You don't want to pull it out and have the guy fall in a trap, right? So but to catch his heel, probably that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> you disappear. So your wrestler would he would know where the board is. So he'd back the guy up if he was losing. He'd back the guy up, back the guy up. The guy on the outside pull the board. Guy, oh shit! Guy loses footing. Yeah. As soon as he loses footing, you got him. you Damn. hook him. You got him. Tricksters, it, carnies, <laughs> small hands, smell like cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Around this time, though, this is where they feel you know terms like mark and kayfabe, shooters, hookers, all the popular phrases, the in, you know, the in industry phrases that we use now. Yeah, today. Yeah. That that this is where they were developed. You know, Kearney is mostly believed that Kearney was invented by the wrestlers so they could talk to each other. And they taught the, you know, the carnival workers so the carnival workers could, you know, could also speak to them. Because, I mean, at the time, the, the, the guy that owned the carnival, the carnival barker or whatever, he was yeah. your booker. He was your promoter. You know, he's calling people in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he's got to know who's going over. You know? Yeah, it's it, your announcer. Yeah, and your booker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Damn. That's pretty wild. And, and pretty much the, uh, the success of wrestling, it, it, it became... The big time. I mean, if you look it up, it was only second to baseball. Oh, wow. Big time. <laughs> exactly. And they they enjoyed the success all the way up until around the 1920s. Then around the 1920s, a little something, something happened. But I yeah. think we'll save that for part two. Oh, nice. And do two segments here. All right. Oh, it, hey. I, I can, love it. I, I love think it. I can stretch this out to... Morning too. So, <laughs> well, folks, you hear from Justin. Tune in for part two of how would you label this? Like the history of wrestling you're kind of giving us here. Yeah, a little short history of wrestling. I like it. I like it. But uh, yes, we'll tune in next week and uh, find out more. And uh, hey, Mr. Mike. Yes. Got anything for us today, sir? I do. What would you like to hear? Why don't you go ahead and just play the Bobby Heenan theme song one more time? Will do, sir. Give me one second. Your second's up. I, I had I'm going to I'm kick sorry. you in the nuts. <laughs> Twice. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting there. This is the most professional of professionals. <laughs> professionals of professionals. <laughs> Boom. The floor is yours. All right. Not only... Do I feel like we should celebrate this guy's life a little bit more? Mm-hmm. But I found the Hall of Fame of the he- all the, wow. the Hall of Fame Bobby Heenan set. Holy, <laughs> which crap. consists of Andre the Giant, Mister Perfect, Big John Stud, and not only the man. The legend, Bobby the Brain Heenan. That's awesome. Weasel. And this Weasel. is Weasel. <laughs> yeah. Weasel. 
Listen here, humanoids. Yeah. <laughs> Not only am I extremely happy of the fact that Big John Stud and Andre the Giant are larger, it's shown in the package. And you got your classic Andre with the black singlet with one strap, the black boots. Mr. Perfect with his orange singlet with the, uh, the black knee pads, the white boots. The classic Big John stud with the white trunks, the red boots, and the uh, blue stars on the side of his, his trunks. But then you got Bobby himself in the classic white tuxedo with gold out the gold designs and is this the WrestleMania 3 group like right here I don't think I don't think Mr. Perfect was on WrestleMania 3 no I, I don't think okay. so either okay I'm these, sorry. no these are these no these are just the these are the, the ones that were in the Hall of Fame of his stable as of right now if God knows if anybody else is going to be that's awesome I don't yeah. even think stud and uh yeah that was yeah that was a find i uh saw that and i'm like there's no way I'm wow gonna, there's no way i'm gonna find that again so i have to get it damn dude the face scan on bobby the brain heenan that is damn good i mean i'm looking at a picture of him right in front of me on my screen here and looking at this figure and it's like holy shit they've they've got it perfect even andre these are this is a no, beautiful all, of, set. all of them yeah they, I saw that, and there's no way other, I couldn't have got it. Too bad they didn't have a duffel bag with uh, Big John Stud for the, you know, the duffel bag challenge. <laughs> oh, with uh, uh, Andre the Giant? Yeah. But, yeah, this is pretty damn awesome. This is, yeah, this is a legendary find right here, Mike. Definitely glad it's in your hands, sir. But, what, Justin, what do you feel about that? God, I love that Andre's character is towering over all the other ones. Yeah. Even studs. <laughs> it looks like it's just slightly bigger. Well, yeah, because stud was huge, too. He called himself the the real giant. Yeah. Yeah, he was a big-ass dude. I mean, even, like, I mean, just his build was more bulk than anything more. He was muscle, so. But, yeah, that is a classic, classic piece, man. I, I'm, yeah. Where'd you find that at? That was at Funky Town. Wow. That's a hell of a find. They actually had two of them. I didn't matter. I just grabbed it. Because you know, after with the news and everything of this, that people are going to... Collectors are going to try and... Try and find everything of his. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. But, yeah, that is definitely an awesome get. I oh. mean... Oh God! Beautiful. I'm, I'm putting off getting my first wrestling shirt in years because I said officially I got to get a Bobby the Brain Heaton shirt off of Pro Wrestling Tees, but I know it's going to be out of stock. I'm going to be on back order forever. Yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. I, I definitely probably should pick one of those up too, man. I mean, I'm sure they got a deal. Right. Like buy one, get one half off, or. They normally have stuff like that, I don't they? Yeah, they've had plenty. I mean, there's not a time when it goes by. I mean, they have one a huge sale, I believe, on uh, you know Thanksgiving Day or the day after for Black Friday. They they do a big deal on that. They always have two for one deals. I mean, yeah, they're definitely they they're never short of deals. So check them out. Even though they don't sponsor us yet, <laughs> I yes. hope they're listening to us. And we love we love wrestling and we love t-shirts. Uh, and support we like also like the fact that if when you do that the the money actually goes to the wrestler right that is definitely a big biggest respect us. that you can do as a company did you know those guys are breaking their backs and like Movado said in our last show there there really wasn't any type of uh fallback for those guys that have been putting their asses on the lines to make us you know enjoy professional wrestling so <laughs> Exactly. Completely agree. Completely agree. That's why that's the only spot that I'm going to get my wrestling t-shirts from now on. No Man. more Walmart. No more other brand name stores. Only Pro Wrestling Tees. I hope you're listening. ProWrestlingTees.com. 
<laughs> like I said, ProWrestlingTees.com is... Uh... <laughs> I know oh, we're not fishing for. We're not <laughs> fishing at all. We, we, we got DX over here tried to cut promos for yeah. stuff <laughs> in the middle of segments. Ah, oh, smack! All right, folks, I think that's it. Uh, you all set, Mike. Anything else for us? I mean, that was a doozy. All four of those pieces Get, put you in a little bit of shock. Yeah, that did, man. That was I'm awesome. To- I told you, I told you that I had a good one today. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't fish for it either. Like, whoa, 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 what is it? Come on, you can. Tell I me. wouldn't have told you. Good, it good, was worth man. the wait. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know what? I'm gonna say this right now. I do. Um, we dedicate this uh, show to Bobby the Brain Heenan, and, and you know all the magic he brought to us and that uh, the, the goat. The goat, and uh, that will bring it to the end, folks. And uh, like I always say, thank you for listening to us here on uh, Christopher Media Network. And uh, from myself, Justin, good fight, good night. And from Mike, have a wonderful week, humanoids. All you folks, uh, thank you again for checking us out at Christopher Media Network and all the other wonderful podcast shows we offer on that network. Thank you, and have a good night. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.